what I want to talk about today is getting on calls with clients. So if you've been doing cold outreach, somebody at some point is going to respond to you and say, hey, yeah, that's something I'm looking for. Or maybe somebody will actually reach out to you. And at that point, a lot of freelancers, they start freaking out like, oh, my God, well, I finally got a response, but now I have to get on a call with them. So I want to talk to you today about how to perform to the best of your ability on this call so that you have the highest likelihood of turning them in to an actual client. And the two things I want to say off the bat is that, yes, the goal is always to get a client on the call. Getting them on a call really cements things, um, going back and forth, whether it's through DMs, whether it's through LinkedIn message, whether it's through email, um, it kind of just increases the likelihood of somebody, you know, falling off the map, not answering, uh, not responding, the meeting never getting booked. And you want to get them on a call because they are able to see your face and hear your voice and know that they're doing business with an actual person. It's like a relationship building aspect is getting on this client call. People call them a million things. It could be a discovery call, a sales call, a client call, whatever it is you want to call it. It's a matter of getting on the call with them to discuss their goals and let them hear a little bit about you as well. So definitely get them on the call. I know it can be nerve wracking, but think about it like this. If you're you know, going to build a freelance business and you're going to charge really high rates, People need to know who they're doing business with if they're going to be giving you hundreds of hundreds of dollars each month, right? So the higher ticket the item is in terms of pricing, the more relationship needs to be there and getting on a call and showing your face, these are all ways to really you know, build those relationships. So for those of you who don't know me or might be new here, I'm Christine. I'm a freelance copywriter in the B2B technology niche. But before I became a full-time freelance copywriter, I was in sales for my entire career. So everything I teach on paidcopywriter.com is just sales and communication principles that freelance writers can use to pitch clients because getting clients is the number one way to build a freelance copywriting business. Without clients, you don't have a freelance business. So back to the nerves, the nervousness of getting on a client call. So if you can only take one thing away from this call, just let it be this, how well you do on this call really comes down to what you do before you even get on the phone with them, right? So the research you do on the company or the person that you're talking to and the questions that you prepare and, and your elevator pitch, meaning how you talk about yourself, those are the most important aspects of doing well on this call. So it's not exactly a job interview and I'm gonna to explain to you why it's not. So we have to get out of this job interview mode because you're interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you, right? You wanna make sure that they actually are gonna give you enough work each month, that they have something in mind that you want to write for them. So it's, you know, it's about your questions and it's about, you know, you finding out whether they're a good fit. So number one, this is my first tip. You want to research their company and write your observations. So when you go to do research on them, have a pen and paper ready and do a you know quick scan of their online presence and really write down or memorize what it was that popped out to you most about their web presence. Our first observation 
of, of anyone's website or anyone's online presence is the most valuable thing for a company because it's called user experience there's user experience jobs popping up all over the place because companies want to know the experience that customers or visitors or viewers have with their content. So anything that you recognize off the bat, let's say, oh, I, I had a hard time finding your blog right then and there, you're giving them really valuable feedback. You don't want to go out into like full audit mode with your feedback, but you really are providing a huge value when you do point out things that you noticed in your research. Also, it just makes it look like you care, right? If you can say, hey, I looked through this section of your website and I noticed this, I looked uh, at this page and I noticed this, that's off the bat, you know, putting you above and beyond anyone else that they're going to interview because it shows that you did your due diligence and who wouldn't want to hire someone who's going to bring that to the table. So think about things like during this research phase, what is their website missing? What could be missing from their content strategy? Let's say they have like audio or podcast stuff, but there's no transcripts. So they're not going to show up in SEO search results. You could say something like that. Um, could they benefit from a, a blog post, um, a podcast, a white paper? You know, make suggestions because you are a consultant in this situation. Um, also, is their competitor doing something that they could benefit from replicating? They want to know, like competitive uh research is just so valuable to these companies they want to know what other people are doing and if they should try the same tactics okay so number two you want to create an outline or a script for the call this is really just something that serves as a guide or a touchstone it's going to make you feel a lot more confident on the call because if there's an awkward silence or you just your brain your brain completely blanks out and you don't know what to say next you could always peer down at your notes don't feel insecure about having notes with you during this meeting because all writers should be writing stuff down and have you know their notes waiting if you were talking to somebody would you appreciate them taking notes on what you're saying yes that's a huge compliment so you want this guide to really be like a touchstone for how this meeting is going to go um, whether it's really detailed or just bullet points it's going to comfort you and it's also going to make sure that you don't forget things that you really wanted to mention on this call i know this could be super high pressure when you're on the spot so having it in front of you is really important now that goes into uh number three which is taking charge and setting the agenda for the call this is something wow sorry about my hair guys this is something that is a straight sales technique okay one of the best ways to appear confident on this call is setting the agenda and what that really means is you're taking charge okay so you're gonna have like a, a natural initial greeting hey nice to meet you thanks for hopping on the call today but then you want to be the proactive one that says hey here's how i envision the call going today and you want to set the agenda that way so i actually wrote down exactly what i say in the beginning of a call it's really casual and you can obviously you know make it sound natural to you but something i always say is like hey what i want to do on this call today is learn a little uh, learn a little bit about you and your goals and your company and then if you have any questions for me and my background i'm happy to answer any questions you have boom so when you say something like that you're not only taking the lead which makes you appear more confident but 
you're asking them to do the talking first, and this is huge. You want them to talk about themselves first. It's gonna make you less nervous, but it's also going to really guide the conversation because now you can speak directly to the points that they bring up, right? So if they say like, hey, we're looking for something that, you know, really gets behind, um, really, really gets behind our audience's uh, brain, like we want to really resonate with our audience uh, and really understand what they're thinking. You could say, "Hey, I've you know used your product before, so I'm that type of person that knows exactly what your audience wants, and I can write directly to them." Right? So you didn't know that detail because uh, until they spoke first. You want them to speak first so that whatever you say can be tailored towards their needs. So I'm just going to repeat that little like um, blurb again of like how I set the agenda for the call. So you have the pleasantries in the beginning. Hey, thank you. Uh, thanks for hopping on the call. Do you work from home? Whatever. Keep it natural in the beginning. But then all you have to say is, hey, what I wanted to do today is learn a bit more about your goals. And then any questions you have for me, I'm happy to answer that. Sound good? And you want to say the end, sound good? Is that okay? How does that sound to you? Because it's kind of just you know, eliciting their response to say, yes, that does sound good. And something mentally happens there where they're like, okay, cool. Um, you know, I just said yes to her. I'm more likely to say yes throughout this conversation, which is what we want, right? So the fourth one is be prepared to talk about your background. This is huge. This is something I call the elevator pitch. Let me see if I'm good on Facebook still. So having your elevator pitch prepared is crucial it's basically a a minute long or less version of your background that acts as like a sales pitch so the problem with these calls and in job interviews in general is that people will come and say or, or the interviewer will sit down and be like so tell me about yourself when anyone ever asks me tell me about myself i freak out like okay what do you want to know do you want what like that is the worst question people need to stop asking that but maybe interviewers do that specifically to see if people sweat but my mind instantly goes blank if someone says tell me about yourself so you want to listen for that question and know that what that means is give me the elevator pitch and what your elevator pitch is is just your background summarized right so what you want to do is talk about your experience and why you want to write for them and keep it really short um, and if you are new it, it could be a little bit nerve-wracking because you don't have client names to drop and you don't have uh, maybe so much work or background to talk about so you really want to lean on your professional background and that's why I really always say hey guys choose a niche that has to do with your professional background because you need to talk about something if you can't talk about professional writing experience um <laughs> amanda said that eye roll for that question was so accurate yeah it's it's like the worst question even if like a friend asked me like tell me about yourself or like someone new it's like oh well there's so many avenues of who I am what do I choose to explain to you right now at this moment so mine always um and I'm not going to get this right because I'm on the spot and I'm live but something that I always kind of say to clients is like hey um I was actually in sales before I became a writer so it was really uh 
like kind of boots on the ground, hearing client objections firsthand. I worked really closely with the marketing teams. So I got to see how they produced content. And so I talk about how my, my past sales experience actually makes me a stronger writer than somebody who could potentially have more writing experience than me. And I encourage everybody to do that. Um, the thing is of why this creates so much confidence when you can talk about your professional background is that nobody can discredit your experience, right? Nobody can say like, no, that's not, uh, that, that, that doesn't make you a good writer. It's like, well, you know, I was actually talking to the people that you're trying to get in front of and I actually heard their objections so I could write really accurately toward them. And, and maybe it's not writing specifically, but it could offer more value than a writer, right? Okay, so this is the next point and this is my last point is just about asking high quality questions. And really this interview or this client call comes down to the questions you ask the client. This is your most powerful moment to shine even more than an elevator pitch about yourself. I mean, it's if you can ask somebody really inquisitive questions and show that you have a curiosity, show that, you know, you understand their business objectives through these questions, it takes the pressure off you number 1 because you don't have to sound like the expert you're more just somebody who is curious think of yourself as like a therapist in this situation you are not obligated to know the answer to questions to solve everybody's problem at that moment your job is to be a good listener and ask good questions and to prompt and i'm pr I'm promising you, you will make this client probably realize things during this call that they had not thought about. And um, I was talking to uh, another writer, Amanda. Hey, Amanda. <laughs> and, you know, we were talking about how some clients get on the phone and they're just like brain dumping. And you expect these people to get on the phone and be really prepared. And a lot of the times they're not. They just come to the call and Either they're expecting you to offer your expertise, or they just haven't fully fleshed out what their what their um, their goals or their initiatives or what it is they really need. It just depends where they are, right? So you really want to make sure that you get a grasp of, hey, do they know exactly what they're looking for? Did they put it out there like, hey, we're looking for three blog posts a month? Or are they really just now talking um, like free form and saying like, well, we really want to gain traction on our blog and we want to promote this. So you need to you know, not get thrown off by that and you need to just really be a good listener and say, okay, if I'm hearing this correctly, it sounds like you want this. So Again, you're just showing a genuine interest in their business, how they operate, um, what their goals are. And actually through this questioning process, which I hope takes place in the beginning of the call, you're giving yourself ammunition um, to just speak directly to their concerns, right? So it's like, it is like a, a tactic in a way where you're just finding out what it is they're looking for and then you can make whatever you say really tailored to their initiatives. Um, someone said, tell me about your self question makes you forget your life if you aren't prepared. It's true. Like I, I have, in those moments, I have literally not one interesting thing to say about my life. If someone says, tell me what you do outside of work in your free time, it's like, oh, I guess I don't do anything and I'm super boring. 
Um, so one final word before I sign off is just uh, do not let lack of experience hold you back. Now that I'm on the interviewer side, meaning that I'm sourcing writers and that I hire them for clients, I can tell you that I have hired people who are not experienced writers simply because of how they performed on the call. They showed they were really enthusiastic. They showed that they really were excited about the opportunity. And because I had hired a writer who was super experienced before and didn't necessarily hit the nail on the head, didn't hit the mark, I now know as a hiring person that somebody's experience with writing doesn't necessarily mean that they will be able to grasp the concepts, that they will really understand how to complete this project. Sometimes having a lot of experience can work against you because you're kind of like set in your ways. So don't let your lack of experience hold you back when you're on these calls. A lot of people are like, oh my God, what if they ask me like, who have you written for? And it's like, no one. So you wanna really double down on your past professional experience in those situations. So guys, that's really the ways to kill your next client call. What I do wanna say is register for my free workshop at paidcopywriter.com. We are gonna be going through everything in terms of how to set yourself up online, how to fill out your LinkedIn profile, what aspects of your website need to be there. And I'm not just giving you like a basic tutorial about this stuff, it's like, these are the aspects that a client looks at the minute they see your message and they're going to check you out to see if they wanna hire you. They are gonna look at the navigation bar. They're gonna look at your portfolio. Uh, they're most likely not gonna look at your about section. So I'm trying to you know, really point out what clients are going to look at in this workshop. And of course, I'm gonna go into the cold pitching aspect. Uh, and, and really get more into detail than I've been able to get in my free downloads that I offer to you guys. Because what I offer you is the templates, but what you don't get from the templates is like, okay, what's the strategy behind this? How many times do I, oh, five minutes remaining for Instagram today, guys, I gotta turn this timer off um, that limits my social media time because I never listen to it anyway. Um, so in this workshop, I give you a strategy. It's not enough to just know what to say in the message. You need to know when to message, how frequently, how often to follow up. What do you say in that follow-up message? What's the appropriate thing to say at this time? How do you get them on a call? So this is gonna be like an hour long workshop. And then in the beginning, I'm gonna talk about kind of like my experience of how I actually got into copywriting, how I transitioned, um, out of my last career in software sales and was unemployed and then finally um, learned how to become a copywriter just by taking the right steps and doing research online. So that's everything I teach. That's why I created Paid Copywriter is to say, hey, I had no experience. I never was employed as a writer, but because I knew how to send messages on LinkedIn, I was able to build a freelance copywriting business. I never went back to my nine to five and I wanna show other people how to do that as well. All right, enjoy your day guys. And I hope this helps you feel confident on your next client call.